0: It's coming to you from the Sports and Spirituality Library in my apartment in Verona, Wisconsin. And um reading out of the life I'm reading out of the, the what is this thing? Oh, there we go. It's a Life Recovery Bible. It's 1998. And I was lucky enough to get it from my sponsor. What could be more emotionally devastating than to experience widowhood, the death of two children, in poverty, at one tr- at one time? Any one of us, any one of these shocking losses, would be enough be compet- enough to overwhelm most of us. Together, however, these losses would likely cause any of us to break beneath Mountain of Grief. Naomi and her daughter in-law, Ruth, dug out from under that mountain of despair. Hand in hand, faced with a hopeless situation, Ruth chose to to stay with Naomi even though Naomi had a little to offer her. She also committed herself to Naomi's God. God saw Ruth through that difficult period of uncertainty to the point of healing and readiness for marriage to Boaz. As Naomi traveled through the grief process to recovery, the experienced anger she experienced anger death. death Depression, and a sense that God had dealt her a bitter, bitter blows, and then abandoned her. She left felt hopeless, and initially, initially could not understand Ruth's faith. But after Ruth's God-given success, gaining from in Boaz's field, Naomi, Naomi, I'm sorry, outlook changed dramatically. She was able to see that God was at work helping them rebuild their lives. The marriage of Ruth and Boaz brought joyful fulfillment to Naomi. Once again, Naomi had not only a son, but later a grandson. Boaz was wonderfully gentle and wise. A little strong and around him, a little strong and successful he was a set he was sensitive and concerned about the needs of about the needs of those around him. He was immediately interested in Ruth and Naomi's situation while, while still carefully maintaining Ruth's dignity, perhaps a widower himself, likely some years older than Ruth, Boaz, also also displayed in my, in my rubble self-control and respect for Ruth. He chose the path of delayed gratifications in their in their relationship rather than the usual com- compromise. God led Naomi and Ruth to a new life and filled with promise for the future. The son of Ruth and Boaz would become the grandfather of King David and his ancestor of Jesus and Jesus the Messiah. They could never have known that their simple acts of faith would lead to the salvation and blessing of millions God may have significant Plans for us and us in our blessing of millions. God may have a significant plans for us and our descendants too. All we need to do is trust God and obey His will for us. I always like reading. I always like reading this stuff because it's kind of hard to follow the background on this stuff. But I'm I'm familiar with with Naimy and Boaz. I think it's a beautiful story, actually. So I'm just trying to find out where. It, okay. So I'm gonna read this the side too. So what they do is they go through and they critique it and then they put it on the side of the, uh, what I just read. So, Strength and Accomplishments Naomi and Ruth's relationship was centered on God. Ruth and Naomi were committed to each other. Ruth's actions were characterized by faith, loyalty, and boldness. Boaz was, was sensitive, generous, and full of strengths. Ooh, that one. It's full of, in, full of integrity. That is a necessary foundation for a healthy relationship. Graving in the process that helps... Or uh, us recover both issues those who are grieving need people to to stand by them. God is ultimately is involved in our grief. Key verse don't ask me to leave you and turn back wherever you go, I will go whenever you Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. That's uh, one sixteen. story of Ruth and Naomi and Boaz is told in the book of Ruth Boaz. Ruth and Ruth. Okay, I'm sorry. I mentioned... And Matthew one five and Boaz is referred to in one. Chronicles 2, 11 through eleven and twelve. Luke five or three twenty three through three thirty eight. Yeah, it's a really small writing, so I'm really like I'm like but, I'm reading them because I like it I'm trying to set the whole I'm just try to set the whole thing up here for everybody so I'm reading something called recovery themes and see it's, it's gonna it's gonna recovery themes facing our Facing our losses in the in the, grief, in the grief process, we face the agonizing reality of our losses. This takes time and a great deal of emotional energy, because it is so hard. Our tendency is to try to shut out the pain. We want to ignore what has happened, keep a stiff upper lip, and smile at all small at all costs. Avoiding the difficult process of grief does not produce growth and healing. Naomi felt embittered. Naomi felt embittered, abandoned by God. She faced her honestly and allowed herself to grieve. That was so IMPORTANT. That was so important, that was a so important step toward his healing, or towards your healing. If you're hearing background noise, because there's some people out at the pool, it's like 88 degrees and sunny. Why am I not out there? I don't know. Comfort and grief. The bottom fell out of Ruth and Naomi's life. The easy way out for Ruth would have been to leave Naomi in her poverty and go back to security of her own family. But Ruth trusted the God of, the God of Israel and chose to stay with Naomi. Naomi and Ruth received great comfort from each other. These who are grieving need people who will mourn. And them with them, and help them bear their grief during during painful times. God often uses other people to bring in comfort. So this is. Oh, it's God's plan. Oh, it's done. God's plan is one of the other recovery themes here. This story reveals an important line in God's plan for the redemption of our bizarre world, a broken world. God uses faithfulness and integrity of Ruth, Naomi, and Boaz to first bring about their only healing and then to bring a child they named Obed into the world, this baby would become the grandfather of King David and the ancestor of Jesus the Messiah, through whom we all ran, can find forgiveness and healing from the destructive forces of of sin, the faithfulness of these three. Individuals has made possible the spiritual healing of the human race. I'm just almost taking a second here, though. What do you think? What do you think about this? Difficult times. It is easy to think that if circumstances were just a little better. Recovery would be easy, but the test of any recovery process is, is how well how well it works when times are, times are bad. The Book of Ruth tells us about a family that suffered extreme losses. First Naomi's husband died, then both of her sons. One daughter-in-law returned home to her family. While the other stayed in this seemingly hopeless situation, Ruth refused to let difficult times determine the outcome of her future. So, Price. It's pretty good because it really sets the uh, really sets up the the of the story. And I'm gonna go back here too because I see something I wanna read, and it's on Ruth And uh, So, this, this is on uh, Ruth. This is the uh, on the side, too. The big picture. The bottom drops out of life. This is in 1, 1 through 5. This is B. That was A, by the way. So, this is B. The beginning of the long road to recovery. That's January 1, 6 through 22. The Seen Process and Unseen Provision and Recovery. This is uh, 2, 1 through 23. The Fashion of Reality. Our Old Fashioned Love Story. 3, 1 through 18. The Joy of Fulfilled Relationships. 4, 1 through 17. The Long-Term cons- Consequences of short-term choices, 418 through 22. You heard any noise? That was a gotcha. The time of Judge's Naomi and her family This is about Ruth. The time of Judge's Naomi and her family moved to the neighboring Moab to escape a escape a severe famine famine in Israel. Naomi's husband died there. Naomi's husband died there. So. And her sons married Moabite, Moabite women in time because both of her sons had died, leaving Naomi destitute uh, and all uh, and alone. Far from her relatives in Israel, one daughter-in-law, Oprah, Orpa—not Oprah—Orpa, o- <laughs> returned to her own family. To her own family, the other one, Ruth, stayed with Naomi and to comfort her in her grief. Grief is hard work and is painful. People who are grieving need others to grieve with them and comfort them. Ruth's faithfulness to her mother-in-law during this time is indeed striking. She gave up the security of her family in Moab to move and face a future of probable loneliness and poverty in a foreign land. But Ruth's faithfulness Yielded the fights, yielded the fruits of God's blessing, and Naomi experienced God comfort, God's comfort and love through her. Together Ruth and Naomi trusted God to help them, and God gave came through in his own time. The circumstances through which these desperate needs were met revealed God's unseen hand at work. God led Naomi and Ruth back to where Ruth met Boaz and her future husband. Not only did Ruth find security and love, but sadness of Naomi's heart was replaced with joy. We have all experienced some kind of loss. There are those when we there are those when we Might feel as if the future is hopeless, even after we have given, given over to, given it over to God. As we grieve, we may feel abandoned and bitter towards God and the and the people around us. But we can rest in the fact that God is still with us, even. Even when emotion, even when our emotions stream the opposite message, and that he is working on our he's working on he's working working on our behalf, the others behind the scenes. Purpose. The bottom line. Purpose. To show that people who turn their life over to God can make an extraordinary impact on others and find peace and serenity in their own life. Author, tradition makes. This is, an, this is the author's note here. Tradition, meant, meant, tradition named Samuel as the author, but it could have been a writer during the reign of David or Solomon. Audience, the people of Israel, date written, sometime between 1020 and 930 B.C. Oh by the way, I was not born back then. <laughs> during the period of the judges. During the period of the judges. It's a key verse. But Ruth, reply. Don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will not wherever you go, I will go wherever you live. I will live People will always be my people, and your God will be my God. Key places: Bethlehem, Moab. Key people in relationships: Naomi and Ruth, Ruth and Boaz, Naomi and Obed. The red two pages. That's all I've read so far. Alright. This is chapter one of the story right here. Elizabeth moves his family to Moab. I'm sorry. Eli Melek. Eli Melek Melich. Yes. Yeah, uh, Eli Melich moves his family to Moab. In the day in the days when the judges ruled in Israel, a severe famine came upon the land. So a man from Bethlehem and Judah left his home and went to live in the country of Moab. Taking his wife and his two sons with him, the man's name was M. Eli and Melch. And, well, and his wife was Naomi. Their two sons were and their two sons were Malan and Killian. They were they were Ephraites from Bethlehem and in the land of Judah. And when they, when they reached the Moab, they settled there. Then Amalek died, and Naomi was left with her two sons. Two sons married Moabite women. One married a woman named Orpah, and the other married a woman named Ruth. But about ten years later, about ten years later, brother Malon and Killen died. This left Naomi alone without her two sons or her husband. Naomi and Ruth returned. Then Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had blessed his people in Judah by giving them good crops again so Naomi and her daughter-in-law got ready to leave moab and and return and returned to her own homeland with her two daughter-in-laws she set out one she set off from the place. Where she had been living, and they took the road that would lead there back to back to Judah. On the way, Naomi only said to her two daughter in laws, "Go back to your, go back to your mother's home, and." And may the Lord reward you for your kindness to your husbands and to me. May the God bless you with security of another marriage. Then she kissed Then she kissed them goodbye and they all they all broke down and wept no they said we want to go with you to your people but Naomi replied why should you go on with me can i still give you can i still give you birth to other sons who could grow up and to be your husband no my daughters returned to your parents Homes, but I am too old to be to marry again, and uh, and even if it were possible, I were to get married tonight and be and have bare sons, then what? Then what? Would you wait for them to grow up, and refuse to marry someone else? No, of course not, my daughters. Though, no, of course not, my daughters. Things are far far more better for for me than for you, because the Lord Himself was raised raised His fist against me. And again they went to weep together, and Orpah kissed her mother in law goodbye, but Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. Oh, you know what Naomi said in her Your sister in law has gone back to her people and to her go- and to her gods. You should do the same. But Ruth replied Don't ask me to leave. Don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you wherever wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be are will be my people. And your God will be my God. Where, whenever you die. I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death or separate us. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. So the two of them continued on their journey. When they came to came with when they came to Bethlehem, the entire town was excited to, by their arrival. "Is it really Naomi?" She, the woman asked. "Don't call me Naomi," she she responded. It says, Call me Mara. For the Almighty has made life very bitter for me. I went away and made up this. I went away that. that, uh, I'm sorry. I went away full. But the Lord has brought me home empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has? caused me to suffer. And the Almighty has sent such tragedy upon me. So Naomi returned from Moab accompanied by her daughter-in-law Ruth. The young Moabite woman. They arrived in Bethlehem in late spring, at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the barley harvest. If you go on to chapter 2, Ruth works in Boaz's field. Now there was a healthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz, who was a relative of Naomi's husband, Eli Mellet. Eli- There's that name again. I'm getting it down. One day, Ruth, the Moabite, the more yeah, said to Naomi, "Let the, let us let me go out into the harvest fields to pick up the first stalks of grain, and behind by any, left behind by anyone who is kind enough to let me do it." He only replied, "All right, my daughter, go ahead." So Ruth went to the together grain behind the harvesters, and as it hasn't happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to, Bo- belonged to Boaz, the relatives of her father-in-law, Elimelech element left. Man, holy smoke! When she was there, Boyaz arrived Boyaz arrived from Bethlehem and he greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, the harvesters replied and Boaz asked his foreman who is that young woman over there who does she belong to and the foreman replied she is the young woman from Moab who came who came back with Naomi she asked me this morning if she could gather Gathered grain began the harvesters. She has been hard at work ever since, except for a few minutes of rest in the shelter. Boaz went over and said to Ruth, Listen, my daughter, stay right here with us. When you gather grain, don't go to any other fields. Stay right behind the young women working in the field. See which part of them I have Wanted the young men not to not to treat you roughly, and when you are thirsty, help yourself to the water they have drawn from the well. Ruth fell at his feet and thanked him warmly. What have I done to deserve such a kindfulness? She asked. I am only I am only a foreigner. Yes, I know, Boaz replied, but I also know about everything you have done for your mother-in-law since, you, since the death of your husband. I have heard how you left your father and mother and your men and to the to, to live here among complete strangers. May the Lord, God of Israel, under those wings, you have come to take refuge. Reward your reward you fully for what you have done. I hope I continue to please you, sir, she replied. You have committed me by speaking so kindly to me, even though I am not one of your one of your workers. All right. I'm gonna go through the. I'm gonna go to the bottom of this here quick, too. And uh, I'm gonna read. Uh, so this is two, 2, 1 through three, 18 through twenty three. We must never forget that God is in charge of the recovery process. Ruth was guided by God into Boaz's field. Though at the time, she was unaware of it. Later, later, Naomi recognized God's guidance. Throughout the story, God was hard at work behind the scenes. Whether the people involved recognize it or not, God often works the, way, he works the same way with us. He leads us to the people involved, recognize it or not. God often works the same way with us. He leads us to the through the people involved, recognize us or not. I'm sorry. I God often works the same way with us. He leads us to meet his people and make decisions that make all the difference for us. It is only later that we are are that God was leading us all the way. Knowing that God works in the very only this way should encourage us as we face the challenges and the un and the unknown in our life, yeah it's important to read that because I get in my head, and I have a uh, serious negativity problem and I don't see the whole. I don't see the whole picture. I don't see who's leading me. I don't see that at all. And when I'm having these situations, when I'm not, I'm understanding that God's at work for me. But, anyways, there's another one here too. Two through four through seventeen. This passage beautifully illustrates one of the Bible's most encouraging and reassuring promise. God will supply all of your needs. Philippines, 4 through 19. Naomi and Ruth needed food. So Ruth was in search of it. As she stepped out in faith, persevering is persevering in her commitment to Naomi. God provided what she needed, a place to gather grain in an atmosphere of safety and respect. God led her to the field of Boaz, a man substitute Man, outstanding other character, honest and willing to help others without demanding anything in return. When we experience such fortunate confidence. All right, I'm sorry. It's helpful, new relations. No relationships in life. We raised to thank God in his, for, his, for, his, for his provision. All right. I like reading all that story. And I'm just gonna say that if nobody else has told you they love you today. I do, and I say that with the power of love. So I'm gonna jump right back on that here, probably in a little bit here, because I wanna read some read a little bit more of this stuff. it's Todd, coming to you from the Sports and Spiritual Library here in my apartment in Verona, Wisconsin. What a beautiful day. Sun splashed all day. And I didn't get a burn today because I didn't even go outside. (laughs) Life Recovery Bible is what I'm going to be reading from. And... It is the NLT Bible. I believe it's New Living Time Bible or something like that. I should know that. I should know that better than that. It's nineteen ninety-eight, I believe, is the uh, copyright date on this. Um yeah, it's nineteen ninety eight. And it's uh Life Recovery Bible is a uh it's a Bible, but it also has recovery stuff mixed in with it. So, and they go through and they tell you about what what the uh, what that what happened. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So this is the Bible that I really. I learned a lot from, and uh, it's a it's a great Bible. It really is for a person who's in recovery too. And that's the thing is, is that that I've noticed is that we don't see much of these around. So it concerns me that it concerns me that people are not really into the Bible and. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's, that's not that's none of my business. Well, my business isn't me. And I'm into the Bible. And I love the Bible. And I love God. So this is why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for God. That's whatever. If, if people listen to this or if they don't, I don't care. Because I know God likes it. So that's what I care about. All right. Chapter 2. Ruth, worse than Boaz's field. Now there was a wealthy and influential man in man in Bethlehem named Boaz, who was a relative of Naomi's husband, El- Eliminac. Once the the Ruth, the Moabite, said to Naomi, Let me go out into the harvest field to pick up the stalks of grain left behind by anyone who is kind enough to let me do it. Naomi replied, All right, my daughter, go ahead. So Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters, and as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz, the relative of father-in-law Eumenach. While she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters the Lord be with you he said the Lord will and bless you the harvesters replied Then Boaz asked this foreman who is not who is that young woman out there who does she belong to and the foreman replied she is the young woman from Moab she came back with Naomi she asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvesters. She has been in hard work ever since, except for a few moments of rest in the shelter. Boaz went over and said to Ruth, "Listen, my doctor, stay right here with and un- stay right here with us." When you gather grain, don't go to any other fields. Stay right here right behind a young woman working in the my field. See which part of see which part of the field they are beginning, and then follow them. I have wanted the young men not to not to uh, treat you roughly when you are thirsty. Help yourself to the water, then then have drawn it from the well. Ruth fell at his feet and thanked him warmly. What have I done to deserve such kindness, she asked. I am only a foreigner. Yes, I know, Ruth, boys replied. But I also know about everything you have done by your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. I have heard how you left your father and mother and your own and your own on to live here among the complete strangers. May the Lord, the God of Israel. Under these wings, under whose wings you have come to take refuge, reward you fully for what you have done. I hope I continue to please you, sir, she replied. You have comforted me by speaking to me kindly. Kindly to me, even though I am not one of your workers. So, I know i to heard that before, but, you know, it's just good to go over stuff, too. At, at mealtime, Boaz called in to her. Come over, Huller, and help yourself. Help yourself to some food. You can, dip your, you can dip your bread in the sour water. Sour wine. Or she sat with his harvesters. And Boaz gave her sorry, Boaz gave her some roasted grain to eat. She ate all, the, all she wanted and still wanted still had come left over, says some left over. When Boaz, when Boaz went back to the work again, Boaz ordered the young the young man, let me let her gather grain right among the Among the sheaves, without without stopping her, and pull and pull out the heads of barley from the from the bundles and drop them on purpose for her. Let her pick them up, and don't give up her heart. Don't give her a hard time. So Ruth gathered barley all right Ruth Ruth gathered barley there all day until she when she when she beat out the, the grain that evening is it's filled and eight hours of work It's filled an entire basket I'm sorry we carried it back into town and, he, and showed it to showed it to her mother in law, Ruth, who gave her the Ruth gave her the, the roasted grain that was left. It was left over from her from her meal. Where did you get where did you gather all the grain in in today? Naomi asked. When did you work? May the Lord bless the one who helped you. So Ruth told her. mother-in-law about the man in whose field she had worked. She said, the man I work with today is named Boaz. May the Lord bless him, Naomi told her daughter-in-law. He is showing his kindness to, you, to us as well. As to your deal, as to your dead husband, that man is one, that man is one of the, that man is one of our closest relatives, one of our family redeemers, redeemers. Then Ruth said, what more Boaz even told me to come back and stay with the harvesters and tell the entire harvest is complete it. Good, Naomi exclaimed. Do as he said, my daughter there, my daughter. Stay with his young, stay with a young woman right through, right through the whole harvest. You might be, you might be harassed To, to by other fields, other fields, but you'll be you safe with him. So Ruth worked alongside the women on Boaz's fields and gathered grain gathered grain with them until the end of the till the end of the Harley harvest. Then he continued working with them through the wheat harvest to in early in early summer. And all the while he lived with her mother in law. All right. Well, once again, I, I'm sorry, but the way I'm reading is very, uh, you know, no matter how I look at it, it's so, it's so t- tiny and small. And, uh, I'm trying my best to get through, get through, I'll be able to read the whole thing, but just bear with me. Please love me on Love, read Ruth 2, 4 through 18. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to go on. So this is the part that has, uh, It has a column set aside. And I'm gonna read it and then we'll go on with the other stuff. Okay. Well it says read Ruth two four through eighteen. Please love me. Isn't that the what isn't that with Isn't this the whisperer's cry of our heart? We may not want to. We may not want to admit it for fear of rejection, but we all are hungry for love. Some of us are starving for affection because of previous losses. We gather whatever crumbs we can can find to fill that hunger deep inside. Ruth was a young woman who had... No lost in hunger. Her husband died, leaving her without any means of emotional or physical sustenance. Sustenance. She followed her mother in law, Naomi, to a former to a foreign land and gathered leftover grain from harvested fields, just to have enough to to have enough to stay alive. Boaz, the man who owned the fields, was a relative who could marry Ruth, if he so chose. chose. Fulfill her needs for love and protection. Naomi told her to begin to transferring. Naomi told her to go to the dressing where Boaz was sleeping and curl up curl up at his feet. Culturally the displayed a request to be taken care of to be taken care of Boaz was quite happy. To find Ruth there and later marry her, providing the love and provision that she had lost and longed for. So we return our life over to God, we need to venture toward developing healthy love relationships with people and with God. It's scary to say, please love me, but it's worth the risk. If we don't satisfy our hunger for love in a legitimate way, we will be driven back towards, be driven back towards our addiction, our addictive, competitive behaviors, compulsive behaviors. We can be with, we can be sure that when we end up. At the feet of Jesus, He will be glad to find us there. He will, He will provide for us and protect us, and love us. I listened to Pastor Robert Morris, and he was talking about this, about the Bible, how. Even though there's other people, you still know it's Jesus because of the, uh, of what he does and how, how he gives this lady the weight and she, she sleeps at his feet. You know, it's, it's always, it's very comparable to a, to a story like this that Very comparable to, to uh, Christ's attitude and his behaviors towards people, the love, the love he gives us, and um, that to me says that it's Christ. Even though he hasn't come down to earth yet, and this before, it's still Christ because he's still, he's still, he's still guarding, he's still doing, the, he's still being with God at the right hand of the Father. He's never left yet. All right. Reflections on Ruth. Insights from the story of Ruth. One six one six through twenty two shows us the painful beginnings of the recovery process in choosing to leave Moab naomi was admitted was admiring her powerlessness or admitting her powerlessness she displayed brutal honesty as the as she advised her daughter-in-law to reform to to return to their family of turn to their family of origin, Naomi knows knew that the she would be she would be unable to supply. She's I'm sorry. she would be able to support them in the years ahead. But she also knew that in sending them, in sending them away, she said she was dismissing her last vestige of support and security. As bleak as the situation was, Naomi was willing to surrender, I'm sorry, willing to summon The courage to build a new life. Too often our desire for short-term security permits us from stepping out in faith. We cling to the people and things that help us feel secure. This, however, only keeps us from turning everything over to God. As a result, It is often, as a result, is often miss, miss God's best for us. We often miss God's best for us. In Ruth three one seven, Naomi's plan to find a husband. For her daughter in law may seem a little strange to us, however. It was based on scripture provision to the perfection of the widow. twenty five five through ten. God had assigned God has assigned the responsibilities of caring for a widow to the dead husband's brothers, near relatives. Since Boaz was a, since Boaz was a near relative to Ruth's dead husband, he was bound by the law to do something to help her. Do something to help her program for rebuilding her life. God often provided direct direction for us in his word, but that doesn't mean our life will automatically, automatically work out. We need to live. We need to take steps of faith. And obedience, following the plan, the recovery. as we see as we see in Ruth 411 through 17, Ruth and Naomi's recovery from loneliness and destitution ends happily. Naomi, who had lost her family, one, four through five had a family once again. Ruth who had who had lost her husband and all hope of a pros- pros- prosperous future. One eight through nine was given a husband, a son, and hope for the future. It is interesting for It's interesting to note that Ruth sacrifices sacrifices lifestyle while recovering, not only to herself and Naomi, but all of us. Boaz was Ruth had a son named Obed, and he became the ancestor of Jesus Christ. Who has provided the means for all of us to recover from destructive effects of sin? Right. So that's what this goes. That's what this does. At the end of the uh, chapter, goes through and compares the uh, our programs, our program to the. With what Christ is doing in this in book, and you can see the you can see how Christ is like I was talking before, you can see how Christ is in all this stuff. It's so easy to see, you know, and, and it's so easy to know that he's, He is our Father. He's going to take care of us no matter what, if we let Him. And that's the thing is for me is that. I just need to know that. I need to know that he's our father. He's going to take care of us and not be so upset about things. You know, it's, Christ. Christ is in the middle of all of us all the time. So, you know, he's each and every one of us. So all we have to do is, you know, take care of our resentments and take care of our our pain and anger and rage and take care of the seven deadly sins. That's what we need to do, you know. And if we want to have any, if we want to have any success in a program, that's what we have to do. You know, and be grateful to God for everything we can get for for all, for us for our lives. And uh, we need to stop being so uh, judgmental. And but you know, it's it's the thing is, is that. Well, all this changes when God comes when Jesus comes down here just be aware of what's going on just be aware of his his image he's where he is and learn to go to him because if we don't we're going to have uh, we don't want to find out what's going to happen let's just put it that way but anyways I love each and every one of you And um, I'm going to continue to read this stuff, too. Because it is a... uh, It is the... It is what it is, you know? And, And I don't want to disappoint God. I don't want to live through God. So... I'm going to read a little bit of Samuel here. It's just the big picture. The big picture. Of finishing with old Samuel. The last edge. 1-1 one, one, through 12-25. God's men is bought out of the God's been brought on the scene two one through three hundred twenty one. The problem continue. War with the Phil, philodil- phil- I'm pulling on that one. Road with the Road War with the Philistines. forty through forty one through seven seventeen. And King is be King is requested chosen and chosen and accepted eight one through eleven fifteen. Samuel Samuel's retirement twelve one through one hundred twenty five. Starting with the starting with a new Saul The first the first king thirty three one through thirty one thirteen. The sudden failure of Saul as as leader. Thirteen one through fifteen thirty five. A new leader appears, David. Sixteen one through seventeen thirty eight. Saul's obsession with David. Eighteen one through thirty thirty one. The death of Saul, 3101 through 13. All right, so it's going to go through this, uh, it's going to go through and have another, it's got a side column and what it's going to do is introduce us to Saul. So. All right. The book of Samuel begins with the birth of the prophet Samuel and ends with the death of King Saul. It contains a catalog of lives for us to learn from, and some exemplary, others not. Samuel was born in the time of the judges when people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. Judges 17.6 If people were far from God Eagle Eye was a high priest but the flaws in his leadership can lie you know, I'm sorry can be seen in the dysfunctions of his own family, since Israel lacks strong spiritual leadership, God chose Samuel and prepared him to lead the Bra- Brazilites, the Brazilians. I'm sorry, the Israelites back to God near the end of Samuel. At the end of Samuel's ministry, the people demanded a king. They wanted to be like surrounding nations. God was not pleased with Israel's demand, but he chose Saul to lead them anyway. Saul, though a man of great potential, was self-centered and disobedient. He never achieved what God had intended for him. When Saul was still when Saul was still king, Samuel anointed David to be the next long next king. David became a national hero by killing Goliath. And he won numerous other great battles with God's help. But when Saul realized that David was in the line for those he was consumed by bitterness and tried to kill him finally israel finally finally faced with defeat in battle saul took his own life the book the book portrays some who moved toward god and towards wholeness, and often who moved away from God and towards disaster. Jealousy, bitterness, and disobedience. Destroyed the life of King Saul. But forgiveness, trust, obedience, David Great success. The book clearly shows that the only way to the only way to wholeness is by trusting and obeying God and following his program. Good old Samuel, alright. So the bottom line of this page is purpose. is track Israel's transition from the period of judges to the sea to the era or of kingly rule authored unknown but probably most of it was written by Samuel Nathan and God were the contributors audience The people of Israel, date written, the book was written, and the book is probably started, starting clearly. The book was probably started during Samuel's lifetime, and finished around 930 BC, setting in Israel between 1120, that's right, one, 1 through 20, and 9 through 71. I'm sorry, 9... Okay, it's 1971 BC, is what it says. Key word, key verse: What is more pleasing to the Lord? Your basic offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to the voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice. Key facts. Shiloh, Gilgal, and Ramah, Bethlehem, Gath, Elam, Hebron, the wildness of Judah, Seelong, Erdor, Bethel. That's the son. Key, re, key people and relationships. Samuel and Eli. Samuel and Saul. Samuel and David. Oof. Well, I'm going to mark it right there. And go from there. And uh, I, I, I want to see if this is on video, see if any of this is on uh, the internet because it's really, really super small. And um, I like reading as why, because I know I can help people. So I'm sure God will help me out there and get me pointing the right direction. And just uh, say a few prayers for me I. to be able to do this. I would really appreciate it. So, with that? If no one else has told you they love me today, I do. And I say that with the power of love.